0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Shooting the Breeze with the Asaris. Hey, what's happening? So we're gonna get straight into what I wanna to discuss today, if that's okay, well, Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, you've
1: going. got to do a bit of small talk though, can't you?
0: Okay, how was your day, honey? It's
1: been a terrible day. I've been I've been eating too much. I've been That's I've your lost, day every day. That's my David, day. I've lost all my gains or I've gained all my losses.
0: Yeah, you won them back with a
1: vengeance. Oh, that's Horrendous, horrendous, and uh, yeah, you know, summer's truly over. I want, I want, the, I want the sun back. I need to top up my melanin. I need it back. It's not good. But apart from that, I've been okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm snowed under with work, planning, marking. I need an easier job than being a teacher. This yeah. is not the life for me. I say this every September. It's different. You catch me in July and I'm like a brand new, I'm fresh and I'm, I'm happy. Catch me end of August, beginning of September. I am low. <laughs>
1: Best holidays in any profession. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. So, what do we want to talk about today?
0: Okay, I've got a question for you. Question, huh? Yes.
1: All right. So, I didn't do it.
0: <laughs> you've always done it, but anyway. <laughs> you meet someone who is not a person of colour, and they ask you, where do you come from? One, how do you answer this question? And two, how do you even feel about the question? Because I don't know anyone, any black person or any Asian, black or Asian person, to be honest, who has not been asked this question at some point. Well, let's set
1: the scene. So what are we talking about today then? How has this question come about?
0: Okay, so I have noticed more and more recently, um, or I wouldn't say more and more recently, I've had it throughout my sort of adult life. People ask this question, and I don't... If someone who is black asks me this question, somehow, by osmosis or some kind of nuance, I know exactly what they're talking about, and I give them the answer. Essentially, they're asking me, what is your african heritage where do your parents come from kind of thing mm. but somehow if someone who is not black asks me this question i kind of feel a little bit affronted as if to say affronted, huh? yeah i feel i don't know there's something that automatically makes me think okay so you clearly see me as other because i don't look at you and think oh you're Perhaps your roots are more than just British. Perhaps you are, I don't know, some kind of Celtic, like, lost tribe or something like that. I just see you as white British. But somehow asking me that question is a lot deeper. You kind of want to know more. So I like to, depending on who's asked the question and how they've asked the question, I just play with them, really. You
1: okay. Know. So you're talking about identity.
0: Yeah, because when I say, so if I, so they ask me the question, if I say, Oh, I'm British, or I'm from London. No, 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 but where are you really from? Do you get asked that often? I don't get it asked often, but I've had it often enough. Okay. Where are you really from? Um,
1: I don't get that question anymore.
0: But I you don't... have.
1: No, I have, I have. But I can't say I've, I've had it put to me in those terms, like, in the last five years or so. Um, okay.
0: When you had think, the question, yeah. what was your response?
1: I mm. can Repeat the question again. I've actually, i actually forgot what the actual question was.
0: Oh hi, Kwame. <laughs> let's just do a role play. Hi, Kwame. Hi, young lady. Hi. Oh my goodness! Not that kind of role play. <laughs> so okay. So say we're say we're in a workplace right. and. Um, I've met you, and we're having maybe a chit chat at yeah. lunchtime or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And we're all kind of new, and we're kind of getting to know each other, yeah. kind of thing. I'm the non-white, non-black person. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's Kwame, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, that is, that's an interesting. What? Where, where? That's an unusual name. Where are you from?
1: Well, I'll tell them I'm from I'm Ghanaian.
0: Okay. So you just say I'm Ghanaian.
1: Yeah, I don't think twice. I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm Ghanaian. Normally, if someone had said, oh, so where are you from? I would say, I'm from South London.
0: I did say that, though.
1: No, but you, you, the way you phrased it was, Kwame, that's an interesting name. Where is that from? So you asking me through my name... As in, how did I come by that name? Should we
0: do another role play? Because oh. this isn't working out how I had planned. You're just being, you're just no, being no. so difficult. When you, when, you know, you're being that person. Don't be that guy. When you back, Don't be that
1: guy. When you play this back, Don't be that guy. When you play this back, you will hear your question. But I know where you're coming from. And so if,
0: get to where when, I'm whenever from. Whenever anybody asks
1: me where, where I'm from, I will always say, I'm from South London. Okay. Normally how they ask the question is Where is your name from? Because obviously they can tell by my speech that I'm I'm a Londoner. So they'll ask where's your name from? They won't say where are your parents from. They'll say where's your name from? Now it's it's slightly easier for me because my name is very distinctive. If you if I had the name Michael, for example, and Yeah, then no one they, can tell me and that's
0: an unusual name.
1: Yeah, then so and then it's slightly harder for somebody who probably wants to ask me where my where my heritage from, that hasn't got an easy in. Mm. Um, but the thing about identity is, I find identity to be very fluid.
0: I knew you were gonna say that. Why? I just I could see your lips making the word fluid. <laughs> I could just no. tell you were gonna say that. And, way. Then I, and I'll tell you why.
1: Oh. Um, and on many different levels, you know, when I was. Um, when I was younger, um, when I say when I was younger, it was only about, about, about 10 years ago or something. I watched a documentary and something, they were talking about, um, I think they were talking about Tupac at the time. And the guy was asking about the different contradictions about Tupac. And the fact that he was sort of um, a revolutionary, he was a, a womaniser, he talked about guns and all this other stuff.
0: You mean he was human, like he had flaws? Yeah,
1: but the way he put it is comes to my thing about identity being fluid is, is there is three parts to uh, a person and their identity. The first part is who you are at your core and what principles you may hold... If you were a machine, it would be called your base programming. If you ever watched iRobot, they had the base programming where no robot could hurt a human and all this other stuff. So it's your base programming in terms of who you are. Then there is who you have to be in order to survive, in order to, um, whatever environment you've been put in, whether you're poor, rich, whatever the case may be, you have to become or take on an identity in order to survive your environment. And so then, this and then the third part So that's
0: is, that's like where you sometimes have to feel like you have to code switch a little bit. And, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Okay.
1: And then the third part is is who you aspire to be. So those are the three parts it gets broken into. So who we are at our core or at my core is I am African. Some Ghanaian and that's who I am. You can't take that out of me. Um who I've had to be in order to survive and thrive in my environment and assimilate to some um to some degree is British. You know, I this is the environment in which I live, so I have to conform to certain norms and behave in certain ways and and by pure osmosis I will take on certain traits in order to survive in this environment. Mm. But interestingly, I haven't actually given much thought as to that next step, as in who I aspire to be.
0: I think who you, I know aspire, who you want to be, Who though.
1: I aspire to be has nothing to do with nationality. It has more to do with core values and morals and principles. But in terms of identity, I've taken on a wide range of different identities, which is interesting. Because if you probably saw me in a professional work setting, you wouldn't know who I am. You you probably would have thought, this isn't the Kwame I know. Whether it's my speech, my mannerisms... I know exactly
0: what you're like in the work setting, because I've seen sides of you. I'm like, why is he talking like that? Why is, he be- <laughs> why is he behaving like that? I'm like, that's not how you respond. Like, even when you laugh at certain jokes that people have made, I'm like, you know he didn't find that funny, right? Like, he really didn't find that funny. Because I can, I can tell you've got this kind of, like this is my professional laughter course. <laughs> like, like, when I've got with you to work things, I'm like, nah, mate, he, he can't wait to get out of here. He's just ticking a box. No, like, no, that's Yes, I cool. have. No, and even like, even like when you answer the phone, like, you don't answer the phone like, hey, babe, what's up? Like, and, and we all do it. You, you answer the phone like, Hello, Kwame speaking. Like, no, you, no, do, I don't yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, don't I li- but the thing is, I'm laughing, but we all do it. So anyone who says they don't do it is lying, yeah. Or they haven't, you know... Not, to, not
1: to that degree, but you're right.
0: We all kind of have these bits of ourselves that we sometimes have to edit, change, give up sometimes. And I feel like, I think as a as a black woman, I feel like I have to do it a lot more than perhaps others do. It's, especially if you are working in an environment which is predominantly other, where where you are the only or one of few black people in that environment, I tend to find that I have to bury a bit more of my identity or who I am. I can't really share that because I feel that the people around me won't quite fully appreciate, respect or understand it. So I therefore have to... I'm more, sometimes I, I feel like I have to make things easier for them. But I don't do that as much now. And I've caught myself, I've checked myself and realised that actually that's not fair on me. So I'm much more me now in my workplace. But I think that's partly because there are more black people in the workplace. So that has allowed me to be more comfortable. But when I asked this question, or when I asked the question, I think for me the issue was I I realised that ethnicity and nationality are actually two different things. And sometimes we conflate the two. So Mm. when the question is asked to me, generally I do know that someone is asking me, what is your actual African or your your black heritage? That's what Mm. they're asking me. I know you are black. I just want to know where you come from Mm. kind of thing. and I almost feel like I'm really hard. Like, whoever comes at me with that question, who is not black, I'm almost going to give them a hard time. Because I don't know, part of my head thinks, well, why do you, like, what is the, like, well, not what is the you're agenda. But, like yeah, I probably theory, do. Theory. I probably do. And I probably don't mean no malice, but I think I get fed up because I know that you're not asking your white counterparts that question.
1: I'm sure they do. No. Nah i'm sure they yeah. do but it's it's but it's it's it is slightly different for black people um it may it's maybe slightly different for um south Asians east Asians they probably have the same issue they probably have a lot of issues and i i've been um caught up in some ignorance where somebody might be from um let's say korea and you've mistaken them for um a japanese Chinese or, or japanese. yeah yeah so, we, as black people, we have that same thing mm. where when you were younger, um, everybody thought you were West Indian. Everybody thought you were West Indian. And everybody no, they knew I Jamaican. wasn't West
0: Indian. You, you, you've you, seen my name. You've seen the way it's spelled. You've seen my first and surname. There was no confusion. No. I don't know. I Nobody thought I was West Indian. When, when we were younger, you knew I was African. No,
1: but I'm saying the, when you see a black person, let's say, you know, growing up, so late 80s if everybody saw a black person initially without knowing your name they thought you were jamaican and that sometimes just goes to what's pop, what popular culture um at, at, at that time because obviously the west indies the west indians came to the uk first invited Af- africans started coming to uk so sort of late 70s maybe 80s onwards that's no, when my mum came earlier okay i'm generalizing here i'm not going to talk about every individual. but if you look at the wave the wave started more so in um in the 80s for africans particularly west africans you sure
0: it's, Check- a, it's, a, it's a little bit earlier I, I mean i hear what you're saying but it is a little bit earlier. i think the
1: wave for africans obviously there's some here but i'm talking about coming in masses was late 70s um 80s onwards. The West Indies, um, West Indians came much, much earlier um, than us. But... um, The
0: point that you're making. But the point
1: I'm making is when you were younger, um, I think generally what happens is in white society, you get tagged to what becomes sort of part of popular culture. So at the time, it was... West Indian culture was black popular culture. So that was what people, whether it was carnival, whether it was food, it was reggae music, so every black person they saw. Um, so automatically, and it became easier to assimilate, almost to fit in as an Af- African when there wasn't a lot of you to say, yeah, yeah, I'm West Indian as well. Um, just to bypass uh, some of the bullying and all the other stuff that just didn't See, it's come interesting
0: in. you say but, that, but I see, I didn't see that I didn't see. Well, I didn't black see People are not
1: monolithic. So everyone has different experiences. Okay, so okay. So, um, All right. So that
0: was your experience. Then. My experience. So did expi- you do
1: that? I felt like I had to... no. But the reason why I couldn't is a. My name is blatantly not West Indian. That's what I'm saying. All the West Indian people had white names.
0: Yeah, but that's what so I'm saying.
1: I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just talking about my experience.
0: No, so, but what I'm saying is that that was the whole point. That I was saying was that I don't think there was. I think yeah, yes, okay, there was a lot i think the culture was definitely when we were younger very much a west indian culture okay and that was the dominance but there was it was very much known that there are african people I i actually don't think that i actually don't think they lumped us all together they just saw us all as black black was just black but within that yes we because i had west indian friends who and at school it was clear they're african kind of thing and that was made very, you know. Are you,
1: what, are you talking about primary school? Or are you talking about high school?
0: Primary and high school as well. Yeah. Elements of high school. I definitely felt like my Africanness was not something that I could wear proudly as something to kind of be proud of. I didn't. Are I you didn't not saying the same thing. I well. No, my experiences i I couldn't say I felt very proud when I was young. The way I feel proud now and the way our children feel proud of their heritage, I couldn't say I had that. It was something that I was almost very much ashamed of. What did you I know? say? I don't quite know, babe. <laughs> you but what I'm really? trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, even things like, so growing up African, I, I, I'll i be honest, I was almost quite ashamed to to feel and say that I was African because, you know... It it was too other, it was too different. Here I am trying to, as you kind of said, assimilate and fit into popular culture, you know. And popular culture was everything from, you know, what you eat to um, what you wear, the music you listen to. So, yeah, okay, cool. I could fit in with the music. Food? No. Could I invite someone over and tell them to come and have Ebba and Spinach? And and okra, no, because my mum wasn't cooking anything else. So I enjoyed going to friends' houses where they were having fish and chips and sausages and all the kinds of things that my mum was not cooking. It just didn't happen. And remember, when you're young, those things are important to you. You know, those are the kind of things that are important to you. So those kind of small things, you know, all the smelly foods that, you know, that that kind of element of being African, I was quite ashamed of. I. I wasn't happy about flaunting it the way that I would now kind of thing, the way that we do now. And those things for me were because I was trying to find my identity because the identity that I had, I didn't want. I wanted to be British, which I feel as I've grown up. You wanted to be British? I wanted to be British. British I, I or English, like, to some degree. It's, it's, it's interesting. I think you were born I, in Ghana, so it's different. I, me being born yeah, here... Yeah, but it's not
1: that. I'm just thinking, when you're young, your sense of identity and wanting to be British is different. You know, when you get bullied, let's say for being dark-skinned
0: or being black Which and, happened. I don't
1: think you, your your wish is generally to to wish to be white, to fit in. Yeah, but
0: that's what I mean when I say oh, that. when you
1: said British, okay. When
0: I say British, and that's what I mean about identity, because even just saying those words, like, I didn't want to be me. I didn't want to, I didn't, when I was younger, I didn't because I didn't like all the teasing. See, it's interesting,
1: the... I never wished to be white. Um, I just wished I could fit in with the West Indians more. Because the reason, um, going to my earlier point, they, I didn't feel like there was a lot of Africans in any of the school I went to. It was okay. only later on in high school that you started to meet more different people. In mean, primary school, um, I always had the feeling... Maybe, but do you think maybe... that's where you
0: went to primary school? No, no, it's
1: different because um, I was... I, I had an African name, whereas the other, let's say West um, West Africans, they had... Um, Christian names, so they could assimilate easier, you know, because my name is Kwame Asari. Whereas, yeah, um, if they're called like they're, Benjamin, if they're called, yeah, Benjamin, Matthew, yeah. Mark, it's easier for them to assimilate. Whereas, me, you know, I'm the only one with a weird name, let's say, very different. So, and it's very interesting because I felt very much alone as an African boy. Uh-huh. And especially this all right then there's a bit a few caveats to that. Every was, was born in Ghana. I came over, couldn't speak the language, so you're thrust into this environment um where you're having to assimilate very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um and that's something that the West Indians had over Africans in the language terms. So they could come, obviously they had a strong ac- they had a strong accent. Mm. Um but they could assimilate quicker because of the language barrier wasn't as huge, whereas mine was big, big. So there was a lot of everyday having to defend yourself because you won't get certain nuances in the speech. You constantly, you, it's, um, I probably just couldn't take a joke. And there was some serious brilliant and the only way I could react was. To fight. To um, fight. In the physical sense, so I got into a lot of trouble, got chucked out of school, I had to get sent back to Ghana and and, uh, and it was interesting, I learnt the language um, back in Ghana and then came back here, which is funny enough, and then it was slightly easier. Um, back then, what you felt was that there was a class system, obviously you had whites at the top, then the West Indians and then the Africans at the bottom because even the west indians used to bully the africans but
0: this is this is what i'm saying so but that
1: was more so to separate say like yeah we're not like we're not um, like no, those. We're, we're more like you we speak We're you know so but as you get older you know you you learn more uh you're less less naive about a few things and um, and you build friendships and gain better understandings, but it's always going to be theirs and who you are, and uh, and what uh, and what flag do you rep? And that's probably more so these days because I'm a big football fan, and one of the things I was yeah. at, if I ever made it as a football. Why what? we are what. 20 no, but minutes
0: it, in? What are is about? This is goes to identity. Listen, football analogies already. It's
1: not an analogy. It's, okay. it's a real life issue. Let's say as a footballer, you're a young footballer. <laughs> no, this, this is serious. You're a young footballer. You're 16. And you have to choose whether, let's say you play for Nigeria or you play for England. Mm. These are big decisions because the moment you play one competitive game, you can never switch. It's not like athletics where... You can keep switching the flags you run for in football. You're set, mm. um, and we never saw a lot of, let's say, um, Africans or even West Indians, choose to play for Jamaica or Trinidad and Tobago or Ghana or Nigeria.
0: You talk about when we were younger. Yeah, when
1: we were remember. younger, like all the black boys, always wanted to play for England. You yeah. know. So, I guess in that sense, you always, and I had said, oh, if I can be a footballer, I would play for England. Because in that sense, you very much felt part of the fabric of the nation, especially in a sporting sense. Mm. Um, but now I see it slightly different. I see there's more more kids opting to play for their um, country of or- um their mother's uh, motherland. Mm. There's more Nigerians now more Ghanaians and I want to understand what what, what's that switch what what is it that's
0: but at the same time switched yeah but then at the same time whilst that is actually happening there's even more pride it's almost been reversed there's even more pride in when we saw with the world cup we saw so much love and support for all those young black boys playing for England it's like I just think it's crazy how it has kind of come Back, it's come around because back when we were younger, we loved it if we saw one of our own playing for England. But yeah, at the like same the time, arms. we didn't really support England kind of thing.
1: We supported the black We
0: guy. supported the, <laughs> the one guy, like the one person on that team. Well. We wanted him to do well kind of thing. And I think this is the first World Cup that we've had where you essentially kind of had to support the team because really and truly a big proportion of the team were young black men and that say, was I, very refreshing honestly I didn't
1: support England but let's say if you, en, didn't, if, you didn't you no, didn't no I did support England I did but I wasn't hurt if they lost there's a difference and if let's say they came to a head to head of like Nigeria or Ghana
0: you knew who you'd be supporting
1: oh actually yeah I'll, I'll want even Nigeria or Ghana to win yeah but that doesn't make me less British
0: okay so if someone asked you what is your nationality what do you say what what do you, what do you see your nationality as? Because sometimes I see,
1: I, I see my nationality as British.
0: You do see your nationality and as there's British. There's two things:
1: a, um, the language that I speak to myself in my head is is English.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> um, the country in which I reside is English. Uh-huh. Um, so I am very much um, British. So it's like someone, it's like somebody asking me. Oh, you from England? Um, it's that someone. It's that's. the same way you might go to like Birmingham, and someone say where are you from, and I'll say I'm from South London. Mm. So there's there's pride in that identity. Yeah. But that doesn't negate the fact that I am um, the blood that flows through my veins is it's Ghanaian, it's African blood.
0: Okay, so do you? Because you know how like Americans, they have, I'm. Um, you know, American Indian, I'm American Korean. Is it that way around?
1: No, they just say the American.
0: I'm African American. No, I'm African American. I'm yeah. Indian American or something along those lines. Do you see yourself when you look at yourself? Do you see yourself? I oh, say British. You just see British. Yeah, I say British. But that Ghanaian, um, that Ghanaian ethnicity is still a strong part of you.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't say before I used to see myself as a Ghanaian that lives in England.
0: Oh, but, you most definitely are beyond that. You're but
1: I'm, I'm I'm beyond that, and it's because I'm so far removed from my childhood back in Ghana. When I say when I say removed, I mean if I went there to them i will be i'll be i'll be
0: You're western i'll
1: be a Brownie, I'll yeah be, i'll be british
0: yeah but so, the thing is i think like sometimes when you talk about oh when you talk back and to there's nothing
1: wrong reminiscing
0: but, about you know your time in ghana yeah. that was a long long time ago it wasn't that long yes it loud. was it's a long long time ago let's just say it was when you were 10 that's a good 26 years ago you yes. know, yes, why it is. it is a long time. So when you talk about you reminisce about things that happened in Ghana and being gone, you are more West and British than you are Ga you know, Ghanaian. So when you talk about oh us can even let's say we considering ever going and living there and stuff like that I think you'd find it more trickier than you realise because you the West has done such a good job on us. Yeah, it <laughs> like depends, I would find it the same I couldn't go back and live like, in Nigeria. I'd love the idea of it. I love the idea of going yeah, back. I'm not fussed, But really. I don't in the reality I don't think I could.
1: I'm I'm not fussed. Um I see myself as a citizen of the world,
0: first and foremost. <sighs> Kwame, the only yeah. way you no, what, go and live no, in Ghana is the, if your parents went back and then you went over there. Yeah, but I've, I've, I have not disagreed with a word
1: you've said. <laughs> what I am saying is, it's almost like when you go back to... I am very much an African man. It's who I am.
0: In what regards? What is who I what am. Is the, what being, is the line that makes that takes you from being African to being British? Can you wear both? Equally, like, what is it? You say I'm very much an African man. What makes you an African man that it doesn't... Want? And then what makes you British, a British man?
1: My DNA makes me African. My
0: That's so vague. What? No, but how is that vague? It's, if
1: I, I'm not a black man, I'm, I'm an African man. Yeah,
0: but what does that mean?
1: And I don't... Maybe I'm not explaining myself to people, but, but at my core, my DNA... You know, if, if if let's say if if I died and let's say millions of years they found my skeleton they drew my DNA yeah that's they the were biology saying, that's,
0: that's, the... that's that's what I'm
1: saying so I can't get away from that it's like it's yeah like but, you... what do,
0: what, but what what does how does that translate to your day to day that's what I'm talking no, but about I, I just
1: said my day to day is I'm living the life of of a British man that is my day to day the language I speak uh,
0: the environment I'm in I am British but what I'm saying is. You said, like, we know you're African, we get that. But what I'm trying to say is, how does that that African seep into your everyday? We know if you died and your fossils were found a hundred thousand years that, ago, they'd where, see that you had African that, that's, heritage. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in. But
1: I don't understand. Let me get this right. You say how I, how does my Africanness manifest itself in a day to day basis?
0: Just, okay, the reason.
1: But, reas- but oh. maybe I'm not understanding your question. But my issue is. um I walk around first and foremost my name. Okay. Anybody who you know, in the fact that people are more educated now, the moment I say my name is Kwame, they go, "Oh, you're going, oh, you're going in." Okay. And, I'll, and then I'll say, "Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah." Let me yeah. let me tell you let me tell you what I mean or where I'm coming from where this is coming from in my head.
1: Like I said, I, I, I always go back to the principle of identity being fluid. I think you're trying to. Boxing.
0: No, 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 I'm not. This is what I mean. And I get it, and probably you're you're in some... I'm just probably going around the garden with this. But what I mean is... I don't feel British enough to be considered British. More specifically, English. See, that's
1: different. No, that's but different. listen,
0: listen, listen. I don't feel British enough to, to really feel British... I did, there's still a disconnect. There's still a little bit of a disconnect ah,
1: see. because I almost. I see where you're coming from.
0: To, to, to be and, and, and when we break it down, because Britain obviously is made up of more than one country. What I'm really saying is, I don't feel English, and I yeah, think that's, that, that's if what I, I think that if I but you, would, you, yeah, you're but, not English. No, no, but I think if I lived in America, you would I feel think American. I would feel American, and to you, some degree. I think even if I lived in France, I'd feel French. you sure about that? No, but I'm just, I'm just, no, but I actually think this.
1: you sure about that? Yeah,
0: because I, uh, no, but I honestly think this, and I think... France
1: is probably one of the most racist places. Yes, I
0: know this, but what I'm trying to say is, I think there is a big disconnect. Like, I know there are, I know of black French people who still consider themselves French, and they're almost, they're rape, obviously they acknowledge their African heritage, but they are French, they say they are French, they're French. They're not, they're not, I'm not talking about people who were born in, um, uh, an African French speaking country and have gone to France. I'm talking about people who were born in France who are French and they consider themselves French. They what know, I'm trying I, to say I, is I don't, I don't feel British enough to say that I'm English. I would never turn around and say to someone, I know, but what I'm trying, this is what I mean about the whole thing about identity And what you identify as. Okay. Like, if I lived in Scotland, I'd probably say I'm Scottish. Okay. I actually think that. But for some reason, I can't say I'm English because it has too many negative connotations for me. I
1: wouldn't say it has negative connotations for me. But what I would say is, being, being British is one thing and being English is another. I think I, British I, is a I nice see.
0: coat to wear because it's very broad and still very loose no, and no, not fully defined. I think that's br- what I think it I, is no, no, for, for me. me.
1: Br- for me, British is inclusive, English isn't. So when someone says, when I say I'm British, I'm part of this amazing melting pot of um, identities who've come together, who who reside on one island. When you say you're English, in my mind, if we're playing like word association, English, I attribute to a race of people. So that's the difference to me. It's like you know, it's like we, it's like me and you. We can fly under the banner of West of African and West African, but if you say Nigeria, I can't fly under that banner. Mm. So for me, British, to me, being British is about being inclusive. Is about Variety is about a wide range of colours. Rainbows is about acceptance, whereas being English.
0: or tolerance.
1: It, it's all of that is everything that's great about about the British Isles. Being English, I attribute to a race of of people. Mm. So if someone says, "Are you English?" I wouldn't say I'm English. I always say I'm British.
0: I mean, technically, <laughs> we are in. Well, I am. Not you, because Cause I was you, born Because you were in born
1: in England, so you're...
0: Uh, because what so I'm trying to say is your battle with
1: identity is slightly different to mine. Yeah. I have a clear... I I believe I have a clearer sense of identity. I
0: think because you have this superiority. And oh, we've had this goodness, conversation. Oh, you do, because you always... You say it's
1: a superiority, I say you do. it's a
0: confidence. No, See, I, even in I, saying that, it's like, oh, look at you, who's no, born no, in England. No, whereas I, me, I'm born on the mother's soil. Oh, I'm so African. No, and, I, I don't say it that way. I you, say I have a...
1: If I was born in England, then I would probably have that same battle. But I i wasn't. So from a young age, I knew who I was, where I came from. And I knew that I was a visitor in this... in, in not, not a visitor, I knew I was a stranger in this land. And then I simulated and then became part of the melting pot, as it were. It's almost like starting a new um, job you probably don't feel part of the fabric until maybe you're like two or three years in. Mm. You probably still feel like the new person, even a year into the organisation, especially if there's people who have been there countless more years than you. Um, and that's what it was like. So now I, I fly under the, the British flag, but not so much the English flag, because I really, I attribute that to a race of people. Mm. But British, is just amazing. I love being British because I can being British I can still be Ghanaian and be British but I couldn't be Ghanaian and English
0: I just I think it's
1: it's like it's like you know it's I
0: I think I just feel like the term British the way you've described it is like a a kind of catch-all, kind of cozy, lovely little cloak that we kind of have. What's wrong with that? No, but I'm just saying. I just think it because I don't it's think too it, neat, it's too tidy. No, I just think it doesn't really mean any. I don't know. The, the, it's, it's, it's like you
1: said. It's, like it's a you tricky said, one. You and I will always have different feelings about this because a you're born here. This is all you've known.
0: Like I feel like your your brother and sister. Will, Get what I'm saying a bit more, would possibly I to know. some degree understand what I'm saying. I, I, th-
1: I think they would definitely see themselves as British. I don't think they would even consider using the term I'm English.
0: I, it's not that I want to use the term, but I'm just very interested in that idea of what or that, that means. Or because would if I was. a person
1: consider themselves English if I they don't... were born? In England. in
0: England, because if I was born in Canada, I would say I'm Canadian, but still acknowledging my African heritage but and if, feel, but in order for me to do that, I have to wear a different cloak, which is called British, in order to acknowledge my African heritage. Does that, does that sort I know, of make I know, sense? I, know, I, know,
1: I, know, what I, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. I do know what you're getting at. I can't relate. Uh, but, I do know what you mean and i I, I suppose you are right like for well, I example, mean, if you were born in Scotland, you probably are more comfortable calling yourself Scottish, yeah I than just feel you, like than you are English and i suppose you probably um, is almost like uh calling uh, yourself as some. You have negative connotations. To I think the just
0: because the word English just feels so tainted, it just mm. feels so dirty that I don't feel comfortable. I wouldn't go that far. It, it does for me. It does. It, it 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 doesn't. I just don't. I know that I would never call myself English. I know that I would never call myself English.
1: The difference. I. See, it's very clear to me. And no one, me... no
0: one who, no one else will call me English. I don't think, except no. people outside of. Um, of the UK, when they, call they you might,
1: English, but they, 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 that's because they, they say you're English, but what they, because... they, they're trying to say is yeah, you're British. They, yeah, not...
0: but they don't use that term, though. Really,
1: it depends. Like I said, it's all fluid because some people English, uh, me being English, I attribute to a race mm. of people, so I don't have that disconnect where there's a crossover.
0: Okay, well, what about how? See, now this is what I mean about I don't feel British enough
1: you don't feel then, british enough i'm interested no, in that no i just i don't
0: i don't feel what is it
1: that you feel you're lacking
0: do you know what it is i feel like it's um it's quite a heavy burden to bear in the sense that like i imagine like so really? in in the sense that imagine our like our daughter okay and she's she loves athletics now imagine she became you know uh olympic athlete and she won i think it's kind of easy though no but they fly
1: under the British. they flag. fly under
0: the british flag but because of how she was raised by us because obviously whilst we talk about our childhood well, i talk about my childhood and not feeling very african it's very different now i have grown to enjoy and appreciate my african heritage so much so that i've shared that with my children as they've grown up so they're very very proud british african children essentially they're very proud of that so for me it's like that whole identity like you know yes she's british but at the same time how does she still kind of celebrate her africanness i, I don't know maybe she would just wear the british flag because really they, they do. They do
1: that's the what farm. they do i, they, they, I don't know they, it's easy i think sports i might be easier. overthinking it who knows yeah i think you're overthinking i think sports is slightly easier um I think, I do understand that obviously there's a lot more African, um, kids from African heritage who will choose to play for their parents' um, country of birth. But more and more, about, as we go on, on my, their
0: parents will be born here. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But, but obviously when it comes to things like football, you can go further back as far as you want, really. But, yeah, but... What, what my But a lot of those decisions are driven by opportunity. It's much easier to play international football if you choose to play for Ghana or Nigeria than it is if you were to choose to play for England. It's sometimes just becomes economics. It's just easier. Um, you can play first team. You'll go to World Cups. You do all of this. Whereas if you played for England, you're probably like number a hundred on on the list. You you you, you won't get a look in. Maybe you may be, you It'd may be not difficult looking. Um, so I'm not going to say it's like, yes, they really do rep the the country, but they rep it from an English perspective because they don't live there. And I and I would feel bad taking an opportunity from somebody who is, let's say, Ghanaian lives in Ghana, blah blah blah, just because, you know. I, I, I live here and then I'm suddenly saying, yeah, I want to play for Ghana as that's
0: well. Like, that's a different privilege. That's a privilege of the West and being able to go, hey, yeah. because they play for the Premier League or something like that, yeah. they're going to be seen as better. So therefore they take a place of a Nigerian or an African, uh, Nigerian, I can yeah. check that. A Nigerian or a Ghanaian um, a footballer kind of yeah. thing. I, that's a, that's, a, that's not, a privilege. A lot of
1: it comes, of, some... of it comes with who asks first, but if you, let's say, play for Ghana... But you don't, A, you know, you don't regularly, let's say, go to Ghana, for example. You may never have been. You may never have been. You don't speak the language or, you know, I I, I think you're you're almost um, selling your people short in that sense. I think there's a different way in which you can represent them because Ghanaian people are still very proud of, um, let's say, African people that will play or represent England. So, you know, parents, you know, watching athletics and being like, yeah. you know, oh my God, she's Ghanaian, you know, yeah. she's Ghanaian. Even you know, though
0: she's wearing the British
1: I mean, GB kit, yeah, like she's British. Ghanaian, because she's Nigerian. Yeah, she's one of us, so we will, we will we'll rep support. that flag, we will yeah. support. Absolutely. So they will support you, whatever flag you're under, yeah. you know. So you don't necessarily have to be flying under the Ghana flag to... That's, that's uh, an interesting point. ...for the point. people to still love you and support you and everything That's you very do. true. Um, but, uh, so I've never really had that sort of issue. And I think the kids wouldn't have that issue at all. I think they will—they f- will gladly rep Ghana in a British jersey. You know,
0: they're half Nigerian. That yeah, I met, yeah, that too. They will rep D- West Africa.
1: <laughs> a British uniform. See, this is
0: what I mean. Like, you, like it's funny. But
1: they they have a different. They have a different. We but have, you know what? I do. We all have different battles. You know, their battle would be. I'm a Ghanaian, I'm a Nigerian. Which one do I represent? Which one don't I represent? You know, <laughs> that's why it's amazing to be British. You don't have to worry about Goodness. all of that. You are British and uh, and all the benefits and Just... that comes with it.
0: No, but, do you know, it's it's funny because, you know, when we talk about our children and identity, the one thing I will say is that I'm glad that they didn't have to go through what i feel like i went through because for like i said for a long period of time what
1: are they third generation
0: i don't know i don't know how we're working out generation second generation probably well but I think, I, I think... they did they did they didn't have to go through what i feel i went through you know w- when we were younger like we said the culture wasn't very much an african cu- african culture happened in your household, and I feel like that is one of the main differences. That's it's that's now more predominant. Exposure. Now it's more yeah, exposure to it's that. more exposure to the point where it's popular. To it's actually popular. It's not just accepted, but it's actually now part of popular culture, yeah. which is something it's, that
1: it's just because there's more of us. That's all.
0: It could be more of us. It could be that we are doing our own thing, and now that's being seen by others because.
1: But it's more so West African culture. That's the. Yes, yeah, but I feel people. like we,
0: it, it is West African culture, but as part of that, it has allowed the doorway for other cultures to also have shine. I feel. I, I think feel I, like it's a doorway open. The door's now open for Africa as a continent. I feel in some areas. Yeah,
1: typically, it's both. It's Nigerian. It's Nigeria and Ghana that tends to be the most prominent. Um, if you're
0: talking about West Africa,
1: if we're talking just Africa in general. Um, you don't count South Africa, because... No, no, I do count I do count it, but I'm just saying generally, um, it's probably more African culture. Like, the African culture we see, it's probably heavily slanted towards West African culture. Hmm. Um, you are seeing more and more in introductions to other countries that people may not have been familiar with, through food and through music. Because previously, it was definitely always either the holiday destination. So you had your Kenya, you had your South Africa, you had your Zimbabwe. Um, even though there wasn't a lot of them, but those were the images that was um, projected in terms mm. of what it was. Um, but it's interesting, because obviously Africa is a continent, it's not a country. And there's so many different parts and so many different cultures. Um but i think what i do love about being british is that that blend that That's blend and that, that that cap you know that catch-all and you can be whatever you want under that flag
0: i mean yeah i think what's interesting is whilst i am seen as very much british i definitely think that if I went to Nigeria, as my mum was saying now that, you know, she's got you know, she's saying, oh, now that our home you is would properly built feel I am British. Western, I'm British oh, Almost yeah. oh, definitely, from oh, yeah. every aspect, from just traveling around to Your way of just life facilities, different. way of life, you know, the, the pace of life, everything. Like I would definitely feel British and they would see me as that. That's not know.
1: to say that you wouldn't acclimatize. Let's say if you just got dumped there and you spent five years there, you would, you would switch.
0: No, I think you would always be, I think there's an element where you'll always be see, seen as kind of outside. It's a bit like my mum. you will. You Even will. when my mum goes... They see they see her differently. I don't think they see and her she as, is a native.
1: I don't think they see her as an outsider. They're probably more. I think where they where the outsider thing comes in is more about as a class system. Um, from my recollection, whenever you used to go back, you were always seen as the rich kid, even though they don't know that your parents having to work three or four jobs. No. <laughs> but you are better off than us, mm. um, so they may perceive you that way um and that's where the disconnect comes from because because where so they don't see you as one of them they see you as the one that made it the Mm -hmm. one that made it out of whatever um situation they were in is what about transcending that so i wouldn't say they don't say that oh you're not nigerian they just say oh you you probably just see you as a somebody who like, I'd feel like I'd feel like a tourist
0: to I'd feel like a tourist or a holiday maker I don't yeah, think yeah, I yeah you would feel and that's like essentially friend. because it is foreign to me it may mm. be the country of my heritage but it is still just as foreign as Mexico is to me I'm afraid like even though I have things that I should have in common it would be just as foreign but
1: you know? uh, like I said that's why I say identity is fluid because let's say we're south you know we're south Londoners but if you moved to North London and you spent let's say ten years there, would you still consider yourself a South Londoner? At
0: heart. <laughs>
1: Definitely. It'll be but you could have spent exactly the same amount of years, but it depends on how at what stage those years were at. No, because what, like
0: your form it's where your formative years, like where your years where you lay your foundation. Mm. That's so what let's you say consider so, yourself. So
1: if you move to Birmingham and let's say stayed well, rest, at this age. Yeah, if you moved to Birmingham at this age and yeah. you lived in Birmingham for the rest of your life, yeah. you would still see yourself as a
0: South Londoner. Absolutely. Interesting. Because all my formative years, my foundation laying, my friendship making, my, all of that has been made in South London. So that is in my DNA. That's who I am. So, like, if you had lived in Ghana, so you, you, let's say you left Ghana around about ten. If you'd left Ghana when you were like fifteen, sixteen, or like A level age, that's where you start making your like that. That really would solidify. So, if you
1: did, you. if you did a, if you did a if you, let's say, if you did a study, and if you just asked people um, who probably left, let's say, Jamaica or Ghana or Nigeria at different ages. I suppose you're right, you probably would get different answers. So those who probably left uh, before 10 will maybe see themselves as British. Yeah. Those who, let's say, left after 10 but before 18 may see themselves as Jamaican or German. Yeah, like, don't you have
0: colleagues at work who... Like, I've got colleagues at work who are from, like, Wolverhampton and stuff like that, and they still see themselves as as that. They are just kind of here. Even if they've been here, all oh, 10 years, 15 years, they still see that because that's where they kind of, you know, really kind of carved part, a big part of I their that, identity. I think a
1: lot of it is, yes, it's us as humans find to make things easy for ourselves as boxing people in. So, for example, yeah. you know, if you've got an accent automatically, so you could have a Newcastle accent, Liverpool accent. But you, you've been here for 20 years, but you just haven't been can't able to kick, you the can't, accent. Can't kick the accent. You will forever be a Scouser. Yeah. And that's who you are. But uh, but you are still. That's why I just love British. Because you can still be British. I mean, what are you. British.
0: Is this like a party political broadcaster or something like that about British values? No, but in terms like of
1: identity, that? that's. Because under the flag of being British, you can be. Everything and anything, I think, and to me, that's what being British is about. Being British is about being whatever you um, you want to be.
0: So, are you saying that I should just accept, yeah. my Britishness? Accept your Britishness. with, I, I, with sprinkles of Nigerian on top.
1: It's not even with sprinkles. Is you you are both. It's, it's you. But I don't,
0: I'm not, I don't have dual nationality.
1: No, but, but there's something that people don't need as much as before. But, um, but, um, it's almost like whatever it is, whether you're making a pot, stew, or whatever, all those ingredients go to make a whole. So half of you is very much westernized and the other half is. Your base programming, which is African, you, you can't get away away from that. But those halves come to make you a whole, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's I wouldn't a... want to be just one thing, anyway. Why would you? It's so boring.
0: <laughs> you put that so like beautifully. Do I? Yeah, that was so beautiful. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. But yeah, you know, I, you know definitely definitely struggle with identity when you were young when i was younger
0: Being, i think i sh- i think i struggle with it I think less me, now me. but it's something that i still think about i don't think about it
1: i think more so about color
0: mm-hmm. color okay.
1: colorism so i am th- i definitely see myself as a black man can we
0: talk about that on another
1: episode we can talk about that and how that affects the way i move so you are right so there will be instances where i am very aware of my blackness mm. and there will be times where you have to turn it up turn it down and on on the radar or on the scale i find that maybe in professional settings i tone it down
0: mm.
1: and i'm not saying obviously black we're not mon- monolith but i'm i don't
0: there's it's, enough anecdotal, there's, uh, you know, examples.
1: Yeah, in terms of how it goes. Yeah. But I, I could be meeting with, let's say, an African person, and or, automatically the rapport and the relationship is very, very different. Mm. And you think, to yourself, this is this what white people must feel like all the time? <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: What is it? Oh, yeah. one of my work colleagues. <laughs> I'm going to give you something. One of my work colleagues. She, I don't know. I don't know if it's her term. Probably is. But no, I don't she know what called, it is. She but called it. Incognito. It's that's <laughs> The there is. She knows well, who she is if she's listening. Like to this if episode.
1: I like if I go, if I go to a meeting, if I'm speaking to somebody on the phone, and and I find out or they're African or I find out they're black or whatever, there's suddenly you
0: drop something. Like I don't know. There, <gasps> some relief?
1: The relief. There is a sense of relief. <laughs> there's a sense of. Um, there's a sense of. Oh, I can be a little bit more of myself. Yeah. I can I can just come back to the core a bit. There is, I don't know what it is, but there is... Kwame, sub- me. Call sub- me. Sub- subconsciously, you just feel more at ease.
0: me. we've
1: said too much.
0: We need to save this for another episode. S- okay. So...
1: Well, we'll dive into it we'll more. D- yeah. But that, but obviously, that can be identity part two, but I think more so definitely i like this my identity is very much a black man nationality wise i definitely british but um but i am very much aware of my blackness and my surroundings and then and then you get to the stage of um how people react to you how you react to others different situations where being black is definitely um can be a hindrance and being where being black can be um the positive i there are times where i find that it's more of a hindrance in the professional setting so um whereas in the personal all being black is everything
0: <laughs> you know what i can't wait to pick kwami's because it does. i mean i don't know if you guys think this but it sounds like kwame has got a lot to get off his chest the moment what? he meant yeah look I'm not just your wife, I can counsel you, I can support you for free, because counselling is expensive.
1: You're expensive.
0: Yes, <laughs> I can, we can, I can help you, but we, we, could, look, we could wax lyrical. Um, yeah, let us know
1: what you think, man. Yeah, let us know
0: what you I, think about this topic, yeah, you know, in terms know. of identity, ethnicity, nationality. How
1: comfortable are you calling yourself British?
0: Or English.
1: Or do you still consider yourself...
0: Whatever your, heritage, Whatever your
1: heritage is, you don't, you just don't wreck that British flag. You really much uh, still tick Listen, over. <laughs>
0: I could, do you know what I've just realised? I could sum this whole damn episode up in a rave. When you're out raving, yeah? Oh,
1: this better be good.
0: When you're out raving, better be good. yeah, if it's not which part of London you're from, what are they calling out? Who's Ghanaian? Who's Nigerian? Who's Jamaican? When you last here, who's British? But why
1: would you? Because everyone in there is British.
0: If the if the MC said it, let's see. The, the MC let's will see, never say who's see, British. Let's oh, see. You need
1: a bit of work with that one, bros. You do. You have got to what? go back to the drawing board. I think you were onto something, but but clearly they wouldn't say who's British. Okay. I think if you went abroad, oh go on, no go on. If you if you went abroad, go on. If you went to Ibiza,
0: everyone understood me, but you were just trying to be difficult. No, no. I, listen. You under me, you, understood, you understood you understood right. you were just you All know right. what why do you always have to poop in my pool? Do I? Yeah, I was onto something really good there, and you just you really just killed it.
1: All right, people, well, uh, before I'm going to If, if go I'm, I'm not here for the stuff. next episode, <laughs> you know exactly what happened to me. Um, I'll leave a brown envelope in uh detailing my, my my will. But um, thanks so much for listening. I hope you found it interesting and and enjoyable provoking
0: yes please have um, this discussion with your friends a lot of you might be
1: scratching your eyeballs out because you probably think we don't know what the hell we're talking about but let us know what you think you know comment do email us
0: at because he doesn't know the email address it's helloasaris at gmail.com yeah of course the bit that you know Uh, and asaries is spelt a s a r e s so hello asaries at gmail.com
1: absolutely and uh, we'll catch you again in uh, the next episode cheers